guy who's little little Tommy wants a Sponge Boy toy. Gotta um, find out where it is on the Amazon. Uh, welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike through Wikipedia. I'm Sky. I'm Kyle. And I'm Tim. And what we do here is um, one of us picks uh, a starting page and ending page on Wikipedia, and the other two try to get from the starting page to the ending page in the fewest number of clicks. And tonight I'm hosting, I have a game, and we might do it a little differently this time. Um, I have two pages. Mm. I have Hedgehog and (laughs) M&Ms. And my plan is... Whoever wins the who goes first game basically gets to choose which one they'll be starting at, and then the other one has to start at the other one and get to the the, the other page. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, Sky, this is dangerous. I don't dangerous. know. What, yeah, if yeah, Sky. what if we have a head-on collision in the middle of Wikipedia? Exactly. It's going to be exciting. Just links everywhere. These are two links ships everywhere. zooming by in the links night. Links everywhere. Links, links <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, so hopefully since they're so big, like pretty popular pages, like I mean, Hedgehog is real I was popular. Going to say, how but I mean, are you can get very there's popular. a lot of ways you can get to Hedgehog. You know, like I can think of a few. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me right now, what are the top three well, ways gonna, to get to Hedgehog? I'm not gonna can't. That's <laughs> <laughs> cheating. Way to go, Sky! You just nice block of having mm-hmm. to actually validate what you the thing you just said. Well, also, I don't want to cheat. I don't want to give you give you ideas. Whoever's Dang. going going that way. <laughs> um, but I yeah, have... so we're gonna we're gonna give this a go tonight and see how it goes. Sounds awesome. Uh, and the the so I had a kid. The kid is born. What? Wait. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? Yes, it was a little baby. He's three, four days old now. Mm. And. Work was really busy for a while for me, and then I had this kid, so that's kind of why our our schedule is a little off. Yes. But hopefully we can get back to the swing of things. And <laughs> for tonight's game, uh, oh. I want you guys to send me a guess as to how many uh, wet and uh, poopy diapers oh, wonderful. Griffin had in the last 24 hours. Only, only the last twenty-four. Yes, and that will count. You, you have, you, you do have knowledge of one. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> well, well, wait so a minute. I've, did it? I've added that onto the tally. But did it that hit the diaper? In the diaper, right? <laughs> no. If What's it missed that? the diaper, it doesn't count as a wet or poopy diaper. Oh, it it hit the diaper. Okay. Oh, okay. It just also hit otherwhere. Uh, yeah. Too. So okay. yes, I mean, it's it, important. it went it's all important over. distinction. Yeah, we. Yep. It's good to be specific. Mm-hmm. So, you guys can send me. And it's just. It's not going to be a whoever's under. It's just going to be whoever's closest. And yeah. if you guys tie, then I have a. Um, I have a tiebreaker. All right. So, Kyle says four. Mm-hmm. Tim says fifteen. Wow. I know. Tim. I know my. I know my family. Are, do you think he has like, like diphtheria or, or no? What's the thing that you die of in dysentery? I you, I think 
that he uh, saves some oh my God. for the next diaper. Uh, Tim is spot on. It's 15 with the <laughs> added You've got to be one. kidding me. He has been crapping and peeing his little brains Did out. Did I you tell know, you? I know my family members. I was trying to be, I was trying to be like hopeful for you. Like, I hope that this oh, is yeah. like. Oh, yeah. No. No, I'm actually. Our life has just been changing diapers 24. Oh, I'm no. actually really, I'm really chuffed fine. that I got that exact. Well done. Yeah. And immediately so, feel also good. kind of embarrassed. Like. <laughs> Like no, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That that, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. man! Well, well, well. Welcome to not your only do you life. get to go first. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. He lets us sleep, which is amazing. Um, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts, though. Oh no, it's great. Well, Tim, you get the added benefit of not only going first but choosing. Will you start at Hedgehog and try to get to M&M's or start at M&M's and try to get to Hedgehog? I want to start at Hedgehog and get to M&M's. All right. Thank you. That's what I was going to choose to. You're welcome. Okay. I mean, so, Kyle, you're doing the opposite. What? No. Dang <laughs> yep. it. You're, trying, you're starting at M&M's and trying to get to Hedgehog. I misunderstood this, the, the, the conceit of what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, this is, yep. this, is, this is unprecedented, Kyle. Oh, this no. This is wild. Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> well what you gotta do is get to get no to sky i know what to do <laughs> i don't know what to do this also has the bonus that we'll just talk about these two pages and we won't have to do it with whoever wins oh you're right wow that's well, a i've good, already covered them that's a good idea yeah lazy oh. um oh. all right <laughs> all right tim we're on hedgehog all right. It's a spiny animal. Yep, spiny <laughs> mammals of the subfam- subfamily Aranaceae. Why do I even try to pronounce these? It's one of my favorite Shakespearean insults, though. Aranaceae. Ar- 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 yeah. 17 sure. species of hedgehog in five genera found through parts of Europe, Asia, and Africa, and in New Zealand by introduction. Starring special oh, wow. guest, New Zealand hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> there are no hedgehogs wow. native to Australia. Do not purchase anyone hedgehog from australia like yeah, well if someone from australia opens their coat and it's lined with hedgehogs and they're like hey <laughs> you want one of these fine australian hedgehogs you go no you sir have a problem sir <laughs> no sir those are not australian hedgehogs i'm gonna call it police it's kind of wild that they're not in north america like they weren't introduced to north america i think all those europeans would be bringing over their hedgehogs across the sea maybe do they you... don't make the trip well i was gonna say maybe do you they think get they... seasick I mean, they probably roll think... around a lot on the ships. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, The name hedgehog came into use around the year 1450, derived from the Middle English hedgehog, or from hag, head, or hedge, <laughs> because it frequents hedgerows, and hoge, hog, or it looks hog, like one. from its big like snout, yeah. Other Aww. names include urchin, hedge pig, and furs pig. I, I have heard hedge pig before, and I like that. I think that's Yeah, good. I was going to say. It's like bush pig. Hey, Kyle, yeah. what's yes? the collective noun for a group of hedgehogs? Uh, a pincushion. Not a bad guess. That's very that's good. good. No, no it's, it's an array. Why? I don't Mine's know. Mine's much huh. better. Like a defensive it... array of hedgehogs, I guess. Well, well okay, our, if you're going like... to do... If you're going to hmm. do that, then it's like a phalanx. Is it because they're pointy? Yeah, phalanx would be amazing. Yeah. Because, like, I, arrays, I think of, like, satellites and, like, 
they're kind of pointing up, but I don't, I don't know. So. Uh, no, I'm with you on that. I think that, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just upset that, 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 I mean, that's a missed opportunity. Uh, both of my names are better than the one that they use as the group name. Agreed. Thank you. Um, see here. I'm also reading this page and I am astounded oh. by what, what's actually listed on this page somehow. Uh, we'll get there. Diet. Although traditionally classified in the now-abandoned order Insectivora, hedgehogs are omnivorous. They feed on insects, snails, frogs, and toads. I almost read that as tacos. Snakes, <laughs> bird eggs, carrion, <laughs> mushrooms, grass roots, berries, melons, and watermelons. I just find that distinction interesting that we had to include watermelons among the melons there. Just make sure. I mean, they are not the same. Also, I, I, I just so. found a... Hang on. Let's see. I mean, cantaloupes, honeydews, watermelons. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Tim. What? Tim, you suggested hedgehogs eating tacos, and guess what Guess what? a quick search brought me? I mean, YouTube must have, like, at least one video of every animal eating a taco on the planet. Well, not, I, only, yeah. is it, not only is it a taco... It is a tiny taco. Oh, look, they're oh. making such a tiny taco. <laughs> yep. Why do we always get side railed by these things? Because that's the what, internet. Yeah, because that's what the internet's for. Do, 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 do. He's really liking yeah. it. He's into it. Excellent. Yeah. I'm so happy. Hedgehogs I, are very cute. Yep. Yeah. Um, they suffer from... You can stick any, you can stick any hat on them. They'll just <laughs> stay there. And they'll stay there. Um, <laughs> they unfortunately do suffer from uh, diseases. They come with their own yes. pins, um, yes. Unfortunately. Uh, one of them is uh, balloon syndrome. Yep. A rare condition in which gas is trapped under the skin as a result of injury or infection and which causes the animal to inflate. Uh, in 2017, the BBC reported a case in which a male hedgehog was almost twice its natural size, literally blown up like a beach ball with incredibly taut skin. It's it's amazing. I mean, it does not look like fun, but it's amazing. Yeah, Uh the head vet at Staples Wildlife Hospital, Bev Panto, said, In my career, I have seen three or four of these cases, and they are very strange every time and quite shocking. Oh, no. When you first see them, they appear to be very big hedgehogs, but when you pick them up, they feel so light because they're mostly air. <laughs> I, this, I feel bad for laughing because it's probably a horrible situation for the creature. It can, I think it can kill them, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, but they... She, but yeah. the um the the way to treat it is literally just to basically just deflate them. Yeah, yeah. you just give a, a small incision. Mm-hmm. Um, human influence. In two thousand six, McDonald's changed the design of their McFlurry containers to be more hedgehog friendly. Previously, what? hedgehogs would get their heads stuck in the container as they tried to lick the remaining food from inside the cup. Then, being unable to get out, they would starve to death. Ah. Well, hedgehogs should eat should be eating healthier food to begin with. Come on, yeah. guys. Domesticated hedgehogs display this behavior by getting their head stuck in tubes, commonly <laughs> lavatory paper tubes, and walking around with a tube on their head. Thank you for whoever added that <laughs> sentence to, to add that specific little fact. That's Hed- very oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Hedgehog owners often refer to this as tubing and tubing. promote the behavior by supplying clean tubes. Hang on. <laughs> Most owners are considerate enough, however, to cut the tubes lengthwise so as to prevent the hedgehog from remaining trapped against their will. Curiously, Hedgehogs though, some tubing. will still Too knowingly cute. get themselves stuck for a few hours. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, hedgehogs have been eaten throughout time. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. All the way back to ancient Egypt. Um, the Romani people still eat hedgehogs, boiled or roasted, and are also use their blood and fat for its supposed uh, medical value. During the 1980s, hedgehog-flavored ch- ch- uh, crisps were introduced in Britain, uh, although the product did not contain any hedgehog. Video of hedgehog eating hedgehog-flavored crisps. Oh, no. I can see why they purposely do this tubing thing. Oh, no. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that it... Do you think they have a sharp flavor? Oh no, it's hurting him. I'm, glad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone deflate Kyle. <laughs> uh, oh my god. In part, in part four of Dostoevsky's The Idiot, Aglaya. I don't know how to pronounce Russian names. Sure, whatever. Aglaya gives Prince Michigan a hedgehog that Koila. He's ha- just saying had- Prince Michigan. Michigan. Prince oh, Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Prince Michigan, a hedgehog that Ky- that Kolya had acquired and sold to her as a gift of reconciliation, which clears up the bad feeling between them after a quarrel. But, In the passage, the hedgehog the hedgehog is identified as signifying friendship, a, bu- a bur- bearing of the hatchet, and making up. Little do they know, it's actually the the uh, the or- or origin of the phrase a Trojan hedgehog. When because oh, late at night the hedgehog opened up and there were like dozens of soldiers inside, dozens of little tiny soldiers. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog has like one, one line on this. Really? Yeah, it says that he's an anthropomorphic hedgehog. He's a very fast hedgehog, right? I've very never, fast. It doesn't even mention that he's fast. Sonic the very it says fast that he's blue and anthropomorph- <laughs> anthropomorphic. <laughs> the we very fast this. hedgehog. Who is, a, who is also very fast. Thank you. This is locked. Ugh. Somebody locked this page from editing <laughs> it. It must, it must be. Hmm. So, <laughs> it must be a CD. Ba- I wonder how many people have messed with the Sonic the Hedgehog stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, that's that's very good. I'm glad. Oh, the title character in Beatrix Potter's, Beatrix Potter's 1905 children's story, The Tale of Mrs. Tiggy Winkle, is a hedgehog. Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. Mm-hmm. Aw. Uh, man, so, I mean, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog is always tempting to me. Yeah, but... we've done it like four times. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know. I knew that. And I kind of, that's kind of why I went with this one, is that I you'd have to come up with something else, probably. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking at vandalism. Watch it, us, it was, it was locked because of vandalism. Is that so uh, the the most recent vandalism that happened before it was locked was somebody added a paragraph that just says hedgehogs are better than stupid guinea, guinea pigs. Wow! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Calling it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just stating their truth. And for sure. So, I mean, McDonald's is also very tempting, but we've been there before too, haven't McDonald's, we? McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Uh, one black. Coffee. So I mean, like, there's all these cool ones that. Which one of it? Which one of the three of us does each of those things? What? Oh, uh, yeah. Which one of us? Okay. Because we didn't get a chance. I mean, we miss a lot of So there's of McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. It's buy one black coffee. Or buy, one, buy one black coffee. Yes. This guy's definitely um, we have food at home. Really? I think Ooh, I so. Whoa. <laughs> Disagreement already. Perfect. 
I guess that yeah, that makes sense. I'm kind of the straight man here. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would probably be the 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 one black coffee, yeah. even though I don't drink coffee. And I'd probably be McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. That tracks. Okay. Did you know that I, they have National Geographic Happy Meal toys now, and one of them is a red panda? One of them's a red panda. Of course, yes, it is. I yes. saw that. Thought of you. We thought. I thought. I thought of you. I'm like, well, Tim's gonna go to McDonald's soon. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> just yep. be just be careful. And order a happy meal. Yeah. Yep. So I, I'm going to I mean I feel like McDonald's would be a very easy path. Mm-hmm. And but we've been Wait. there before. Oh, to peanut butter, yes. And because you're doing the, the opposite thing. Or even McFlurries. Like... like if a McFlurry is on there, yeah. boom, done. Mc... Do M&Ms. it. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. No. I'm sorry. Dang it. No. Is peanut butter even M&M's? I'm reading links on my page. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh man, you're you're lucky on that one. I'm not good at this. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go to Beatrix. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. You're gonna this go to what? Beatrix Potter. Beatrix Potter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. oh, this is a fun thing that I should mention. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when Candace was in labor. She was getting her vitals done, like before she went like into labor. We went to the hospital, and uh, the kid was giving her was taking her blood and stuff. And he was like, "Oh, you know what it is?" And she's like, "Yeah, a little boy." It's like, "Oh, what's the name?" She's like, "Griffin." Uh, and he's like, "You got got a middle name?" And it's like Atticus. And he's like, "Oh, that's cool." And she's like, "Yeah, I know it kind of sounds like he's like going to Hogwarts, Hogwarts or whatever." And he just looks up at her. And he's like. My last name is Potter. <laughs> he says it just like that. Like, oh, like no. I've been dealing with that for the, my whole life. She's like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Yep. Alden Potters. Oh, so good. Yep. Cool. All right. Beatrix Potter. Now, Kyle, some... we're, at, we're on M&M's. Yeah, They're colorful some... button-shaped chocolates. Yeah, in quotes. M&M's are, co- quote, colorful button-shaped chocolates, end quote. Each of which has the letter M in quotes printed on in lowercase on one side. I actually I just realized they have lowercase linked there. That's it's I like that they I like that they point that out, I suppose. But yeah. if there's only that letter in the entire uh typeface, I mean it could be uppercase and it I mean I why limit yourself, Wikipedia page? Uh I mean, um, they've made like big M and M's, right? They've had to have, like been like jumbo M and M's, like a, like, a, they... like a two bite or more M and M, right? In fact, like a in fact, there like are a mega double stuffed M and M's. Yeah, is that, no, there are... is that considered to be a ravioli? Oh no, Tim, we're Do not starting that. We're not the mega M and M's have capital M's on them. They should. I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. So, all right, I want to talk about. Okay, yeah, uh, we know what they are. They're M and M's. Melt in your mouth, not in your hand. They're great. They're like just they're... universally good. Like they're <laughs> one of the things that I think everyone can agree. Like, yeah, this is a good thing that exists in the world. I like them. I mean, uh, which, I mean if you don't which, like chocolate, I guess they wouldn't be great. But... Which is your flavor? Which is the one you like best? The blue. No, sky. <laughs> <laughs> I like the blue ones, which they introduced those like when I was in <laughs> elementary school, and I was so happy. Uh, <laughs> what am I doing? I like the peanut butter uh, ones. 
Yes, thank you, Tim. I like the peanut butter ones as well, but I will mess up some peanut peanut ones. And I don't really even like peanuts, but I just like the, the contrast. It's very good, yes. There's a good texture to a peanut M&M. All it's right. like that initial crunch and then another crunch and a good time. I'm just going to read... I'm I'm going to read from the uh, joint marketing campaigns uh, because several of the questions you've asked are answered here. Uh, I also like pretzel. The pretzel ones are very good. I forget I, about those. Yeah, yeah. Th- those those don't really hit for me. But I or like I, the crispy ones that they had for a while. Yeah, I'm okay with those. Yeah. Um, all right. So the introduction of the blue M M&M and M to Australia, like hedgehogs was promoted by the Australian Football League's <laughs> Carlton Football Club, which wore sky blue colored Guernseys. What? Is that a jersey? Hold on. I did not read this word, and Guernseys. now I'm curious. What's a Guernsey? Is this just a special... Isn't it a type of cow? Mm. <laughs> Come on. Uh, is this a... I, I have a friend who lives in Australia. I could just ask him. Uh, it says that Guernsey is uh, Wikipedia says is an island in the English Channel off the coast of Normandy. Thanks a lot, Wikipedia. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm going to say that someone was trying to write the word jerseys and did not write the word jerseys. Okay. Uh, in one of its matches in 1997, instead of its traditional navy blue, a color which the successful and fiercely traditional club had worn since the 1870s. That's cited. Um. In 2010, Mars Snack Food Australia described it as the most successful promotional campaign it had ever engaged in. in wow. April 2005, M&M ran, M&M's ran the, quote, Empire, end quote, and it's the letter M and then capital P-I-R-E, promotion to tie in with the Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith movie release. Okay. Uh, do you know what... <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, do you guys know what they what they did uh, for the what what the promotion was? Mm, no, I don't. I don't even have a guess. Uh, the M and M's were offered in dark chocolate. Oh, those are good. Uh, <laughs> in May 2004, M and M's ran a Shrek Two promotion to tie in with the movie's release. Uh, M and M's were offered in ogre sized, which are 65% larger in swamp slash ogre colors. <laughs> I don't know what those colors are specifically, but you know, they were, oh, they were, so, I don't know why this is included, but they were sold at many stores displayed in huge cardboard to cut out ogre displays in case you need to know. And then uh, this last bit, um, I mean, this isn't, oh no, I'm sorry. Two more. Uh, in the summer of 2005, Mars added mega M&Ms to the lineup. These candies at 55% larger than the traditional M&Ms, not ogre-sized, though, were a little smaller than the ogre-sized version. They were available in oh. both chocolate and peanut and peanut varieties. The colors were changed to le- less bright colors, ostensibly to... A- what? How? Uh, ostensibly to appeal to older consumers. Teal replaced green. Beige replaced orange. Maroon replaced red. Gold replaced yellow and blue gray replaced blue. Wow. And brown. Brown was there too because that's already, you know. The older generation wants to eat bigger and boringer. <laughs> yeah, like what? Wow. Okay. Uh, 
In July 2006, uh, dark chocolate M&Ms reappeared in a purple package, followed by 2007, in 2007 by dark chocolate peanut M&Ms. Also in 2006, the company piloted white chocolate M&Ms as a tie-in with their Pirates of the Caribbean promotion? Question mark? Uh, the company off- also offered eight new flavors of M&M's via online sales. Do you guys want to take any guess at what those flavors were? Uh, you want to go back sriracha. and forth and see? No. Uh. <laughs> and Tim's out. Uh, uh, mint. <laughs> mint is one of them. Um, man, I'm bad at the brownie. Uh, I'll give you it. It's Cookie Monster. Oh, nice. Ooh. Coffee. No. Uh, cinnamon. Nope. Spicy. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you the rest of these. Uh, <laughs> it's, we're, you guys are just going to devolve into making things up. Uh, it, in fact, I'm just going to give you the names of the flavors because they named them specifically. There's All That Raz. Oh, jeez. Eat, Drink, and Be Cherry. Uh, a day at the okay. peach. Great. Orange, you glad? No. Which is orange, <laughs> and specifically it says orange dash u the letter u dash glad. Uh, mint condition. Uh, almond delicious, all one word. Mm. And then, uh, oh, I'm sorry, nut what you think, which. Mm. Yep, there's some phrasing there. Yeah, <laughs> some marketer was like the yes. only horny M and M flavor, <laughs> and Cookie Monster. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I got on this. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, the the last thing that I want to mention about their tie-ins uh, in 2008, the uh, wildly cherry M and M was a marketing tie-in with the film. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Wow! So, there we go. They're really they're really swinging hard at those like movie tie-ins. Well, I mean that's what you eat at the movie theater. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's true. It just reminds me of, like when they messed up the the ET sponsorship. Oh, yeah. they, like M and M's turned it down, and Reese's Pieces took it up. And I think I saw it mentioned here. I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah, like that, and then sales of Reese's Pieces uh, dramatically increased, perhaps by as much as three hundred percent. Which maybe that wouldn't have happened for M and M since everyone probably already was into them. But I mean, the M and M's had the added benefit of being, I don't know, the only candy that we used during the war. So that they they had a long time to get their you know their hooks in our in our in our culture. It's true. Um. But I, uh, all right, all I, right. I I think I am. You know, I was thinking about it earlier, and I'm going through the links on this page. I have a lot of movies to choose from, and actually, just a lot of media, which is weirder than I might have expected. Mm. But I don't want to go with any of that. I actually want to click peanut butter. I I am going to go with right. that with what I what I read earlier. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. All right, oh, this cool. is, this is going to get gross fast. Good, good. Good, great. Good. Beatrix Potter. Beatrix Potter is best known for being a author of children's books, but she was also um, very interested in science and scientific illustrations. 
No kidding. Uh, Beatrix Potter was interested in every branch of natural science, science save astronomy. Uh, botany was a passion. <laughs> like, eh, She's stars, like, screw whatever. those guys. I hate it. Yep. Botany was a passion for most Victorians, and nature study was a popular enthusiasm. Potter was eclectic in her taste, collecting fossils, studying archaeological artifacts from London excavations, uh, and interested in entomology. Holy cow! In all these areas, she, awesome. she drew and painted her specimens with increasing skill. Um, <laughs> uh, by the 1890s, her scientific interest centered on mycology. Uh, mushrooms. For, or fungus. Yeah. First drawn to fungi who's, because who's of their ecology? colors and evanescence in nature and her delight in painting them. Her oh, interest hmm. deepened after meeting Charles McIntosh, a revered naturalist and amateur mycologist during a summer holiday in Dunkeld in Perthshire in 1892, as you'd normally do. As, also a mushroom, um, a, a mushroom himself. He helped improve the accuracy of her illustrations, taught her taxonomy, which is just something you like to learn over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> and supplied her with live her. specimens to paint during the winter. Great. Um, curious as to how fungi reproduced, Potter began microscopic drawings of fungus <laughs> spores, and in 1895 developed a theory of their germination. Whoa, Amazing. man! Um, let's see here. Uh, rebuffed by William Thistleton Dyer, the director at Kew, because of her gender and her amateur status. Beatrix wrote up yeah. her conclusions and submitted a paper on the germination of the spores of the Agaricinae to the Linnean Society in 1897. Hang on, hang on. Can you go back just a step and tell me the name of that horrible misogynist again? Because that was the most misogynistic name I've ever heard. I William think. Thistleton Dyer. Oh my gosh. <sighs> he is. he, yeah, he just sounds a like a jerk. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she submitted this paper to the, the Linnean or the Linnaean Society in 1897. It was introduced by someone else because, as a female, Potter could not attend proceedings or read her paper. Wow. Cool. Uh, she subsequently withdrew it, realizing that some of her samples were contaminated, but continued yeah. her microscopic studies for several more years. Her paper Just has only recently been studies. rediscovered, along with the rich artistic illustrations and drawings that accompanied it, and they are very nice drawings. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, there's a collection of her fungus paintings at the Perth Museum and Art Gallery in Perth, Scotland. Uh, donated by Charles McIntosh in 1967. Uh, so, from that, though, she wrote a lot of children's books. Um, nothing that seemed to have to do with fungus, though. So, everybody knows uh -huh. the tale of Peter Rabbit, right? Um, here's... Yes. I, yes. I was, I was going to try to make a game out of this mm -hmm. by trying to make up tales of um titles that she has also written uh, but these are just too good i'm just gonna read some of these off Hit so it. there's the tale of peter rabbit mm -hmm. there's the tale of squirrel nutkin whoa uh whoa. the tale of two bad mice the tale whoa. of mrs tiggy winkle uh the tale of the pie and the patty pan the story of oh. a fierce bad rabbit whoa <laughs> yeah. yeah hello I would Hello. like to see that movie. Yeah, exactly. Who would play the fierce bad rabbit in that movie? Oh my gosh. Um, the Tale of Samuel Whiskers or the Roly Poly Pudding. One title. Okay. The Tale of Ginger oh, and Pickles. <laughs> the Tale of Mrs. Tittlemouse. The Tale uh -huh. of Timmy Tiptoes. Uh, of course. The Tale of Johnny Town, Town Mouse. Some of these are kind of gangster names, too, I've kind of realized. Like, I was actually about to say. Johnny Town Mouse. Johnny Town Mouse. The Tale of Little Johnny Pig Johnny Town Robinson. Mouse is going to 
It's going to pay you a visit mm -hmm. if you don't make your payments. <laughs> Dang. Uh, so, yeah. So that is... I mean, she wrote 23 of those books in all, uh, as well as 11 additional books um, that are kind of outside that series that are in more varied topics. Um, there's really okay. a lot on this page. Uh, it's a pretty impressive story that she... Uh, was involved in a lot of things, uh, especially with uh, nature and science, as well as that, uh, a literary career that was extensive. That's amazing. I'm that I didn't know this, and I'm really excited to learn all of it. So I, I yeah, that's really cool. I kind of went here because uh, there is a Peter Rabbit movie that's currently out. Oh boy! And it is okay, I guess, according to critics. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, they don't they feel that Beatrix Potter would appreciate some of the things in the movie, mm. um, such as Peter Rabbit oh. twerking. Well, I mean, oh, no, it's the whole section oh. where Peter Rabbit does astronomy. Oh, so, maybe. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a low blow. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I am going to click on Peter Rabbit because that's going to give me the most chance of tie-ins, I think. <laughs> Nice. You're going to end up at BP and you just know it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Peter um, Rabbit. <clears throat> all right. Uh, and I'm at PB. Peanut butter. Huh? Uh, peanut butter is a food or paste or oh, spread wow. made from ground, dry, roasted peanuts. It often contains additional ingredients that modify the taste or texture, such as salt, sweeteners, or emulsifiers, which that's just a great way to say that. It's a nice way to say oil. Um, mm hmm. Let's see. Peanut butter is popular in many countries. The United States is a leading exporter of peanut butter. That's cited. Wow. And itself, the, the United States itself, the very country itself, consumes $800 million of peanut butter annually. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, peanut butter is served as a spread or on bread, toast, or crackers and used to make sandwiches, notably the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which is linked. Uh, it is also used in a number of confections, such as peanut-flavored granola bars or croissants. What? Who, what? Who does that? Peanut butter that? in my croissant? Why? Why would you do that? Dang. I'd do uh, it. A, but it would tear apart the croissant. Like, there's no way that works. Look, sometimes you can't uh, make a peanut butter croissant without ripping through Breaking that, a few that bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> A variety of other nut butters, also linked, are are sold, nut such butters. as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys just hear Steve start laughing? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, he did. He nearly fell off the couch. <laughs> he's he's trying very hard not to laugh loud, out loud right now. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Such a... <laughs> Let's do another take of that. <laughs> a variety of other nut butters are sold. <laughs> a variety of other nut butters are also sold, such as cashew butter and almond butter, produced in comparable ways. I'm glad that it's not just like completely varied. So... Here's here's what it lists as the history, all right? And I, I just want to point this one bit out, all right? The use of peanuts, just the use of peanuts is the phrase, which is a weird way to say 
food dates back to the Aztecs and Incas, cited twice, and peanut uh-huh. paste might be might have been used by the Aztecs as a toothache remedy in the first century of the Common Era. Uh, okay. It's, again, cited twice, and also would make it worse. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Marcellus Gilmore Edison, Ed, not Edison. Nope, this isn't one that he stole. Marcellus Gilmore Edison obtained a patent for peanut butter in 1884. That's the first time someone decided to write that down, I guess. Uh, Edison's cooled product had a, quote, consistently consistency like that of butter, lard, or ointment, end quote, according to his patent application, which described a process of milling roasted peanuts until the peanuts re- reached a fluid or semi-fluid state. Just like I like my peanuts. Uh, he mixed mm. sugar into the paste to harden the consistency. A business person... Na- <laughs> this is a weird phrase. Uh, a business person from St. Louis, Louis named George Bale produced and sold peanut butter in the form of a snack food in 1894. That's cited. Like, that that fact is just out there, hanging out there okay. on its own. Just peanut, here's some peanut butter? Here it is. As a snack? Here it is. All right. <laughs> Enjoy it as a snack. Uh, and, of course, our favorite terrible person uh john harvey kellogg known for his line of prepared mm. breakfast cereals was issued a patent for a process of pro- oh my gosh a process of producing alimentary products in 1898 and used peanuts although he boiled the peanuts rather than roasting them um okay oh no because you know what he's all about yeah uh, kellogg's western uh health reform institute served peanut butter to patients because they needed a food that contained a lot of protein, but that you could eat without chewing. Because, yeah. like, oh, oh, you're terrible. You're a terrible person. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip a, skip ahead a bit. Uh, Dr. Should we Amber, explain why? No, I don't okay. want You go ahead. You go ahead. I'm not doing it. I don't. I don't want to explain it. <laughs> it has to do with our opening game tonight. That's what it has yeah. to do. With. Oh. Yep. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um. Later, <laughs> at a different time, uh, a a chemist named jo- Joseph Rosefield invented a process for making smooth peanut butter. He licensed his invented his invention to a company that created Peter Pan peanut butter, and then uh. In 1928 and in 32, he began producing his own peanut butter under the name Skippy. So that the same guy is responsible for Peter Peter Pan peanut butter and Skippy brand. Oh wow! So it, it's a it's a narrow game. Uh, n- wow! In 19, ni- 1955, uh, Procter and Gamble launched a peanut butter named Jif. They they just found this peanut butter named Jif out there. They're like here. Um, and it was... <laughs> nice thank you uh, I do want to point out here as the US National Peanut Peanut Board confirms this is, diff- this is a difficult page guys uh, contrary to popular belief and this entire sentence is linked by the way I just want you to know that George Washington Carver did not invent peanut butter that is linked and cited uh, that link goes to a page called George Washington Washington Carver's Reputed Inventions. 
Yay. Um, we're setting, setting stuff straight. Yeah, way to go, Wikipedia. Uh, January 24th is National Peanut Butter Day in the United States. So, yeah. So what I was looking for here, I was hoping to get like, it is a, and again, this is this is a great this is a great thing that I know because I have needed to know this thing. But like, it's a really good bait for like mice and chipmunks and yeah, small rodents like hedgehogs. And I was hoping that they'd have something like that. They do not. Um, they talk about different ingredients. Uh, however, here here are two things. And I'm really trying, I'm really not sure which one I want to do now. But they have under the heading as animal food, peanut butter inside a hollow chew toy is a method, method to occupy a dog with a favored treat. Yeah. <laughs> to occupy a dog, you know, <clears throat> just to put it on loading. Um, a common outdoor bird feeder is a coating of peanut butter on a pine cone with an overlaying layer of bird seed. Have you... Have you guys ever done that? Um, uh, a long, long time ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I never did that. But I, I think I'm, I'm going to click on bird feeder. Because right. those hedgehogs climbing up into the bird feeders all the time. Look, Tim. <laughs> Whoa. <Oof>. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I was all expecting right. I mean, to find... Obviously, only one of us is treating this seriously. <clears throat> I was trying to find a rodent on that page, on that entire huge page about peanut butter, and there were no rodents. And so I'm going the next closest thing, flying rodents. And that's me. All the pictures on this page are amazing. On uh, the bird feeder? Yeah, they're all birds just kind of staring at the feeder. Like, <laughs> what? How does this do? Yes. Which one do I get here? Yes. Which one of these will I eat? Oh, no. Which one of these delectables will I eat? Yeah, they're doing the little McDonald's menu thing. They're standing yeah. back, like, just, you know, just five feet away from the counter. And, like, do I want the Big Mac? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Quarter Pounder. <laughs> Sorry. There's also a really good picture of a squirrel that we'll have to share when we get there. Yes. Uh, all right, Tim. Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. My, this also my has a cute little illustration. Express route to M&M's. <laughs> Uh-huh. Goes for Peter Rabbit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, written and illustrated by Beatrix Potter, follows a mischievous and disobedient young Peter Rabbit as he is chased about the garden of Mr. McGregor. He escapes and returns home to his mother, who puts him to bed after dosing him with tea. Dang. Dosing? Did she drug sure. the tea? <laughs> I mean, if you're using it to make a kid go to sleep, I guess it's a dose. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Tale was written for five year old Noel Moore. No more. Yep. Sounds, He's not five years sounds old. Sounds like anymore. a Carmen San Diego villain. Oh. <laughs> uh, son of Potter's former governess Annie Carter Moore in 1893. Um, it has been translated into 36 languages and with 45 million copies sold, is one of the best selling books of all time. Uh, let's see here. Since its release, the book has generated considerable merchandise for both children and adults, including toys, dishes, foods, clothing, and videos. Potter was one of the first to be responsible for such merchandise when she patented a Peter Rabbit doll in 1903 and followed it almost immediately with a Peter Rabbit board game. Wow. She made a Dang. board game. I wonder what you do in that board game. You run away from Mr. McGregor, I'm guessing. Okay, actually, yeah, that prob- I should. I walked right into that, yes. Um, the story focuses on a family of anthropomorphic rabbits 
The widowed mother rabbit cautions her young against entering the vegetable garden of a man named Mr. McGregor, telling them, your father had an accident there. He was, oh, no. He was put in a pie by Mrs. McGregor. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, her three daughters obediently re- refrain from entering the garden because they ain't stupid. <laughs> um, but her rebellious son, Peter, enters the garden to snack on some vegetables. Let go, uh, Rebel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Peter Rabbit Game is on Board Game Geek. Oh, it is? Oh, are you kidding me? Nice. It has a 4.8 out of 4 ratings. Four uh, point, wait, out of what? Oh, out of 5. Oh, out, out of, of 10. Four, out of 4, yeah, out of 10, but it's out of but 4 ratings, yeah. Mm. Please read me one of those ratings right now. Obscure children's game from the 70s. Nothing to write home about, but at least it's not just a retheme of an existing game. Yeah. Uh, one comment is just parents. Parents. <laughs> another, just... Com- another comment is just Brent. What? <laughs> yep. It just says uh, the word Brent? Yep. And then another one is play this as a kid in school. Didn't care too much for it then. Mm-hmm. It got two sixes, a four, and a three. I'm confused. Hmm. Yeah? yeah? Okay. All right. Weird. Anyway. Let's see here. Considerable variations to the original format and version of the Tale of Peter Rabbit, as well as spin-off merchandise have been made available over the decades. Variant versions include pop-ups, toy theaters, and lift-the-flat books. By 1998, modern technology had made available videos, audio cassette, ACD-ROMs, a computer <laughs> program, and internet sites. Great. Oh, no. As described by Margaret Mackey, writing in the case of Peter Rabbit, changing conditions of literature for children. Oh, Wow. Um, a plethora of other Peter Rabbit related merchandise exists and toy shops in the United States and Britain have whole sections of the store specially signposted and earmarked exclusively for Potter related toys and merchandise <laughs> it just makes uh, makes it very uh, almost sinister huh uh, let's see here uh, the Peter Rabbit uh, rather than other Beatrix Potter characters, stories, and merchandise are very popular in Japan. Many Japanese visit the Lake District after becoming familiar, or many Japanese visit the Lake District after becoming familiar with Potter's work at an early age at school. Mm. There's an accurate replica of Potter's house at a theme park in Japan, and a series of Mr. McGregor's gardens in one of the largest banks. What? Oh. Uh, merchandisers in Japan estimate that eighty percent of the population has heard of Peter Rabbit. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Bonkers. That is. So, uh, in February 2018, a 3D live action slash CGI animated feature film titled Peter Rabbit, directed by Will Gluck, was released. Voice roles were portrayed by James Corden, Daisy Ridley, Margot Robbie, and Elizabeth Debicki. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> James Corden was, would not be my first choice. Coming off his uh, royal and success from the Emoji movie. Um, you know. Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to click on, uh, in December 2012, a new CGI animated children's TV series, CGI, hmm. titled Peter Rabbit, premiered on Nickelodeon. So, Tim, what you're saying is you think that you can get to CGI or to M&Ms. You think that one of the things that someone's like, they have to write about is the, the you know, the introduction of the CGI M&M characters. 
I do. I think we've been to I mean, CGI before, and it was a very disappointing page. We have. I I went to that page, and it was very much like very these, textbook. These are computers. These are these eyes. are computers. Yep. Crud. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, Nickelodeon. I could have just gone to McDonald's. I should have sucked it up and went you to McDonald's. Just gone to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Threw that low that low ball at you. I'm trying to make yeah. a show here, though. Being a professional. Trying to be a professional. So Uh, bird feeder. Yeah. Bird feeders. I'm sorry. Bird feeder, bird feeder with space. Bird table or tray feeder are devices placed outdoors to supply bird food to birds. In parens, bird feeding and parens. The the success of a bird feeder. What? Wow. Way to set standards, Wikipedia. The success of a bird feeder in attracting birds depends on its placement and the kinds of foods offered that's cited like can't can't we just put a bird feeder on it doesn't have to be a successful bird feeder don't stress yourself out wikipedia oh geez i mean what how what do you have to be doing in your life to be like worried that your bird feeder is not successful I like that the caption of this one of this one hummingbird photo is a hummingbird hovers by a feeder in Portland, Oregon, as if it's like a UFO <laughs> sighting or something. It's in very Portland, good. Oregon. Yes. Um yeah, there's a couple yeah, there are several very good photos here and including this blue jay, which is just like what? The blue jay picture is very good. There's also a picture of a of a Eurasian sparrowhawk perched on a cane that supports a bird feeder. And there's no bird feeder in the picture. You can see that there's just like a rod and some some like rope hooked to it. You're right. But you can tell that somebody's just like, I got this really cool picture of this bird. <laughs> I'm gonna put it here because they won't let me put it on the Eurasian sparrowhawk picture on the page because it's not good enough for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this technically has a bird feeder in it. There is a technical bird feeder here, and technical I I have feeder. to share this one. Uh, these this this swarm of birds just attacking this suet uh uh it says here uh bush tits on a suet feeder and there's just it's just a i mean they're just massacring it it's great yeah it's terrified in there (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like one of those shark cages but but i was just thinking the same thing but it doesn't work (laughs) um Oh my gosh. All right. So Oh, I know why they probably showed that picture of that hawk. It's by the negative impacts. Mm. It's probably like it causes it causes hawks just to eat all it's just they just eat all of them. Eat your birds. Yeah. He's just chilling by the by the place and being like waiting for some. Yeah, I mean, it is just I, what bird is going to be like <laughs> uh, I think I'll, I'll just swing by the bird feeder. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> This is not worth the risk. <laughs> um, okay, well, there's a lot on here about bird feeders. Uh, I would like to mention uh, just a couple quick things. Uh, one of which, uh, birds housed in wired or glass cages can be fed with electronic bird feeders. Electronic, the electronic bird feeder, yes. <laughs> the le- the electronic bird feeder are bird feeders are capable of storing bird food for days and even weeks depending okay. on the feeder type and automatically replenish the dish once it's empty except for that last part all bird feeders do that you can yeah yeah i mean until a squirrel gets into it i guess but yes yes speaking of squirrels 
uh, squirrels have their own heading in here, including this great photo of a squirrel that just is the bird feeder. <laughs> yes. This expression is very good. <laughs> uh, just like, yeah. Uh, squirrels may also help themselves to the contents of bird feeders, often not merely feeding, but carrying the food away to their hoard. Hoard there is linked. There are, oh my gosh, I want to click this so bad. There are various anti-squirrel techniques and devices. <laughs> oh, it takes you to squirrel baffle. Oh. <laughs> it's, a design, it's a design to to deter squirrels, raccoons, and other small animals. Sky, I want to click squirrel baffle so bad, but it's not going to take me any closer. There are five links on this page. I want to do it. Okay, I'm not going to do it. There are many squirrel feeders available, as they love to eat all sorts of food. Um, But here we are. Several manufacturers produce feeders with perches that collapse under the weight of anything heavier than a bird. Yeah. Which (laughs) I'm really enjoying the idea of like a a trap door door, like (laughs) falling out from under a squirrel. Um, Yeah. Uh, and then the um all right or that you oh no uh or that use battery power to shock an intruder lightly it says lightly oh wow lightly. I, I was gonna make that joke nope. about yeah when you were mentioning the electro electronic feeders but it's uh, apparently the, yeah okay and then the last one they mentioned here or spin the perching area to fling the squirrel off which again I would like to see, but also sounds dangerous for the squirrel. <laughs> They're pretty good at acrobatics. They're fine. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. A, a UK company, the Nuttery, uh, held the original patent on this cage-within-a-cage design, which is what you use to, to have a cage within a cage that the birds can reach, but squirrels can't. Um, hmm. Okay, well, oh, wow. Uh, This is a thing I didn't know. Hot pepper in bird seed and suet has also been shown to be effective against squirrels without harming birds, as birds are not sensitive to capsaicin or uh, oleracin, but mammals experience a strong burning sensation when exposed to it. Um, Yeah, I did not realize that birds can't taste spicy food. They'll never know what they're missing. Uh, I, I guess it, it stands to reason, though. I've never eat, seen a bird eating salsa, so... That does stand to reason. Yeah. Huh. Uh, oh, but, well, but what about... I mean, flamenco is basically just bird... You know what? I'm not even going down the street. Uh, I'm clicking... I'm clicking squirrels because that's the closest yeah. thing I'm going to get. That's a Like, they're just... They just got to get pointy and then they're a hedgehog. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. a squirrel's just <laughs> an elongated hedgehog is what it is. Yeah. So, a soft, a soft hedgehog. A, roll, well, roll hedgehogs are already up. soft. Yeah, I guess squirrel up in yeah. some in some pointy things. It's a Swiss roll squirrel, is what a hedgehog is. There you go. And there's our title. Anyway, it's very good. Thank you. Nickelodeon often shorted to short shortened to Nick, which I thought I was on the squirrel page for a second, and I just. Saw in parentheses often shorted to Nick, and I'm like, wait, what? Um, I was very confused. So you're likely aware that that Nickelodeon has additional channels or spinoffs of things. There's Nick Jr., there's Nick at Night, there's TV Land. 
Um, yeah. For a few years, there was Nick Mom. What? Uh, it was a programming oh, yeah. block launched on October 1st, 2012, airing in the late night hours on Nick Jr. Uh, the block attempted original programming targeted toward young mothers until 2014, and then began to carry acquired films and sitcoms along with the 2010 version of the TV series Parenthood. Due to cutbacks actually... involving acquired programming and low ratings, the Nick Mom block had associate, an associated website were discontinued in the early morning hours of September 28th, 2015. It was never seen Oh, wow. Dun, dun, dun. The fact that they know the date specifically means that there was someone who was a fan who came on here to write that. We now that's conclude a... our MomCast day. That's actually a really oh. good idea. It is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. See here. Uh, Nickelodeon theme park areas, Nickland, Nickelodeon land. Uh, <laughs> also Nickelodeon land at SeaWorld. Uh, opened September 2015, okay. featuring multiple rides based on Nickelodeon programs, including a SpongeBob Jr. roller coaster and a THQ okay. Ninja Turtles themed flyer. Mm-hmm. There used to be Nickelodeon Splat City. It was an area inside California's Great America. I was going to say Island and King's Dominion featured messy an and water themed attractions. Yeah, it's just an entire place where everything is just that gack stuff, isn't it? Um, the slime refinery theme was carried out in the attraction, such as the green slime zone refinery. Um, there we go. one of the hardest, there you go. Oh, man, one of the hardest Sonic levels, the green <laughs> slime zone, yeah. uh, the crystal slime mining maze and the green slime transfer truck. Wow. Yep. Wow. They really leaned into this. Oh yeah. yeah. They leaned into that slime. Nickelodeon on I sunset mean... is a studio complex in Hollywood serves as the primary production facility for a Nickelodeon series. Studio is designated by the National Register for Historic Places. Um, a prominent dinner theater as well. Uh, it, it used to be a, prom, a prominent dinner theater. Um, and now it serves as a production facility for several Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon series, including iCarly. All that. <laughs> uh, Victorious and Sam and Cat. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Nickelodeon Resorts by Marriott. It was a proposed hotel chain similar to Nickelodeon Suites Resort. Oh, wow. Oh Featuring a, a 110,000 square foot water park area and 650 hotel rooms. Uh, mm-hmm. It was canceled. Oh, good. So, uh, trying to find something that will get me closer to M&M's. Trying to find something that's got those tie-ins to candy. I'm, mm, yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised that this has not worked out. Um. Oh man, all these old shows: Roseanne, Full House, Fresh Prince. I don't think any of them ever had M and M's episodes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh something that has every sort of license under the sun now. Uh, SpongeBob. Right. Good. Okay. He's probably got an M M&M. and M. Uh. Okay. Squirrels are members of the family. Uh. Sciuridae? Sciuridae is what I'm going to go with. Yeah, Sciuridae. Yeah, it's a sound they make all the time. You just hear squirrels constantly like Sciuridae. A family that includes smaller, medium-sized rodents, which is the link that I'm clicking. The squirrel family includes tree squirrels, ground squirrels, chipmunks, marmots, including woodchucks, which are squirrels, apparently. Flying oh. squirrels and prairie dogs, also squirrels. Also squirrels. 
Also squirrels. They're in the squirrel family. Uh, squirrels are indigenous to the Americas, Eurasia, and Africa, and were introduced to humans. <laughs> introduced by humans to Australia. Are we sensing a theme here? Like Australia, yeah. Mm. We're sorry, Australia. Look, we're really sorry. Um. So, the word squirrel. Oh, oh, that's weird. That world. That word squirrel first attested in 1327. Who? I'm sorry. First, first attested. Attested. Comes from means. some. This is definitely copy pasted from someone. Comes from the Anglo Anglo Norman esquirrel. <laughs> it's just the it's just the word squirrel with an e in front of it. E squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the digital squirrel for the digital age, uh, which is from the old French esquirrel. <laughs> Again. Uh, the reflex of a Latin word scurious. Um, the the original Greek word that uh, that comes from means shadow tailed. What? Hmm. They're meaning that they are tiny ninjas. No. Uh, nice. Which means shadow tailed, uh, referring to the bushy appendage possessed of, by many of its members. Can someone please tweet that to Squirrel Girl and be like, "Hey, do, is it really just because the tail is real bushy, or is it because?" Your ninjas. I just want to know. Um, okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah about squirrels. They're generally small animals, ranging in size from the uh, African pygmy squirrel at... Oh, that's adorable. 3.9 inches. Uh, at smallest, uh, 2.8 inches. To the Laotian giant flying squirrel at... Holy cow! That's not a squirrel anymore. That's a what? <laughs> uh, you guys want to guess how large the Laotian giant flying squirrel is? I mean, it's giant, but work with me. Is it like a dog? Yeah, it's like, a it's a meter long. It's three whoa. feet. Yeah, three meter feet squirrel. and change. That's that's not a squirrel anymore. That's that's a dog. <laughs> um. Uh, and the alpine marmot, which weighs from five to eight kilograms. That's, yeah, uh, almost 20 pounds? That's what? wild. What? I'm, I'm terrified right now. Uh, in general, the hind limbs are longer than four, and they each have four or five toes on each paw. Um, and this is a, this is a weird, uh, weird dig here. Their paws include an often poorly developed thumb. And have soft pads on the other <laughs> oh. side. Uh, screw you, Wikipedia page. Come on, it's this not their fault. This is a great thumb. Yeah, yeah, their their thumbs are just fine. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't want to go too far into squirrels because, like, there's a. I mean, you guys know what a squirrel is. What? No. Um, yeah. Can you explain, please? Yeah. Uh, they do not. Let me see if they have a picture of this Laotian giant flying squirrel because I would like to see it. They do not. They do have a picture of uh, Prevost squirrel, uh, Prevost's squirrel, which I think has some of the coolest markings in all of like small animals. I really like I really like their their coloring. Yeah, that's really unique. Yeah, uh, they Very also cool. have a video here of a domestic squirrel. Yeah, and I was watching that. Oh, were it's you? A little bell bell on its neck. It's so cute, you know. but I'm like, I don't want this. <laughs> no. no, get get your poorly developed thumbs away from me. Yeah, bad. I mean, 
it, it is just eating this little what is that what is it even eating oh my gosh <laughs> ah it just like glanced up at the camera really quickly like it wanted to kill you sorry anyway anyway uh let's see well oh man there's a there's another a couple other little call outs here um the Calosuridae is the most diverse in tropical Asia and contains squirrels that are also arboreal, but have a markedly different habitus and appear more quote-unquote elegant, an effect enhanced by their often very colorful fur. The Zirinae, a largest subfamily, are made from the terrestrial ground-living forms and include the large marmots and popular prairie dogs. I'm not certain whether they mean popular as in, like, kids love them, or as in, there's a lot of them. Hmm. But you just, just in the way that they say that, as compared to the elegant arboreal uh, squirrels, you expect that they want to say sturdy in there, or that they are very reliable, quote unquote. Right. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of shaming going on on a squirrel page. There's a so lot of squirrel <laughs> shaming going on, which, I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm clicking on rodents because that's a rodent, right? Uh, y- yeah. Tim, Tim, what? you read this page first. See, Are... here's the other thing. Yeah, Are these... they're echinacea. Ac- oh no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe they're close relatives. I mean, porcupines are on here, so I could do something with that. But go. Yeah, on. you can do something with that. <laughs> Uh, Tim. Tim. Yo. Sponge SpongeBob SquarePants. I yes. knew we'd get here eventually. SpongeBob SquarePants. Um developed by uh Steven Hellenberg, who is uh a marine biologist and animator. As of late twenty seventeen, the media franchise has generated thirteen billion dollars in merchandising revenue for Nickelodeon. Dang. Uh SpongeBob was originally going to be named SpongeBoy, and the series was to be called SpongeBoy Ahoy. <laughs> But both okay. these were changed as the name was already trademarked. That's a good call. Wow. <laughs> yep. As if someone was already doing it. That's really sad. Well, let me Google this quick. You guys go on. SpongeBob. Uh, so uh, there's a lot on here, and I've been reading through it. Uh, but I'm just going to hop on down to uh, merchandising. Once um, I get there, where'd it go? There it is. So so Google is like including results for SpongeBob. Did you mean SpongeBob? No, I meant SpongeBoy. Come on. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. I mean, you have to you have to know that like there have been people that meant Sponge-Bob, but <laughs> they just was guy it was little little Tommy wants a SpongeBoy toy. Gotta um, find out where it is on the Amazon. So apparently, according to the SpongeBob Wikipedia or wiki, because yeah, I mean obviously, um, it says that it was used. It was in use for a mop company, and I am trying to find that mop right now. But go on, guys. Uh, title character of SpongeBob and his friends have been used as a theme for special editions of well-known family board games, including Monopoly, Life, and Operation, as well as a SpongeBob SquarePants edition of Ants in the Pants. That makes sense. And mm-hmm. Yahtzee, which I don't know. You shake it in his pants and I don't know. Sure. 
<laughs> I don't know. 2001. <laughs> signed a marketing deal with Target Corporation and Burger King, expanding its merchandising. Uh, in 2002, SpongeBob SquarePants dolls sold at a rate of 75000 per week, faster than Tickle Me Elmo dolls were selling at the time. SpongeBob has gained popularity in Japan, specifically with Japanese women. Uh, Nickelodeon's parent company, Viacom, purposefully targeted marketing at women in the country. Skeptics initially doubted that SpongeBob could be popular in Japan, as the character's design is very different from already popular designs for Hello Kitty and Pikachu. <laughs> I mean, yellow. He's yellow. SpongeBob, Pikachu, both yellow. I, I got it. Both yep. um. I both, got it. Both hardworking. Oh, good. Yes, that's it. Both have yep. a positive outlook on life. Wow. Both love ketchup. Yep. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Little known fact. Uh, fast food restaurants in many parts of the world have had tie-ins, including Burger King in Europe and North America. Wendy's in North America, Hungry Jack's in Australia, a McDonald's Happy Meal tie-in with SpongeBob-themed Happy Meal boxes. Um, in Australia, the advertisement for the McDonald's SpongeBob Happy Meal won the Pester Power Award because the ads are enticing young children to want its food because of the free toy. That, wow. that just does not seem like a necessary sentence. So it won an award because it made... Kids want the like. Did did Happy Meals just get introduced in Australia? Maybe. I mean, I mean everything else is. Maybe. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Seven Eleven released the limited edition Under the Sea Pineapple Slurpee in two thousand four. Uh, Actually, sounds okay. Pirates Booty released <laughs> limited edition SpongeBob SquarePants Pirates Booty Snacks in twenty thirteen. I don't know what Pirates so Booty good. Snacks are. Yeah. Pictures of SpongeBob SquarePants also began to appear on on the labels of eight ounce cans of green giant cut green beans, just without any explanation. We don't know how they got exactly. there. Exactly, I was going to say. This dated in 1985. The Simmons Jewelry <laughs> Company know what happened. released a seventy five thousand dollar diamond pendant as part of a SpongeBob collection. Why? What? So the thing that I'm finding about SpongeBoy is that. The mop was never made, apparently, or it either, or or they just there aren't pictures of it anywhere. But the searching for the SpongeBoy mop is getting me dozens of listicles from BuzzFeed and other and other places saying, uh, you know, the eight things you don't know about the Spo- about SpongeBob SquarePants. So I'm not certain that this isn't just a thing that they said, and they're they were trying to see if they could get people to believe it. Mm-hmm. I can't find any proof that SpongeBoy mops ever existed. That's uh, one for our conspiracy podcast. <laughs> July thirteenth, twenty thirteen, Toyota with Nickelodeon unveiled a SpongeBob inspired Toyota Highlander. No, what? no. How? What? what? You just—I mean, the entire SpongeBob lifestyle is laid out for you no. to grasp. It's the it's Do not the American say that ever SpongeBob again. dream. Do not ever say the SpongeBob. Lifestyle. Oh my God! This thing is hideous, <laughs> guys. This thing is bad. Oh my goodness! I'm trying to get the page. Oh, it's no. bad. It hurts me. His mouth is the great. 
And oh it's no! Oh, yeah, yeah you, oh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, oh that's a terrible idea. You get all oh my really? word! The inside of it is. Oh no! <laughs> There's more. There's the, ah! the head. The headrests are the faces. Is yeah. <laughs> not prepared. Not prepared. No, that's so bad. I didn't know hell was so compact. <laughs> and had so many cup holders. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, that's, that's got to be the picture we use for this, it, this episode. Does, oh, my gosh. Does it? We got we to gotta end this. McDonald's is linked in here. McDonald's. Oh, I'm going yeah. to McDonald's, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Anyway. All right. You're going to McDonald's, Tim? Yes. Okay. Okay. You should well, have done. Yep. Guess what? <laughs> Hedgehogs what? are not rodents. Oh, no. Not true. Um, uh, I'm not even going to read this page. <laughs> no. There's a lot of rodents. Yeah. A lot of rodents. Not there's, into a, them. Yep. there's a bunch of them. Uh, except for the fact that I just want to mention because our favorite, our, 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 uh, flagship rodent uh, on here is the capybara. Yeah, the coolest and best rodent is mentioned here. <laughs> there's a great photo. There's a in the in the background. It's capybara. They're like grazing on grass. Yeah, and uh, there's a little. There's like a, a yellow bird on its on its back. Very mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. In the foreground, there's like the backside of a capybara grazing, <laughs> and then to the left of it, in the weeds, is just like a little iguana. Just hanging out. I mean, that's how they do it. They're yeah. They're very good. Very peaceful. They're the best little rodents. Best, best big little, rodents. Best big rodents. Do, what are I, you gonna do here? They look. They look like fun to own. Do not own them. That's a bad idea. I don't know. People own them. It's a bad idea. <laughs> Is it? Apparently, they, they stink like like really I bet they do. bad. Yeah. Uh, they, I, I, according to people I have talked to, they mark everything, everything, just anything they can, anything they mine. can mark. Yep. Cause they communicate by scent. So I'm clicking Great. porcupines cause okay. they're shaped generally the same. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, porcupine. Don't let me down. <laughs> Come on. All right. McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> Does not even have McFlurry on this stinking page. What? Have got to be kidding me. This page is huge and doesn't say McFlurry. I don't understand. They talk about PETA. They talk about the Nike swoosh. They talk about why they talk about where I live. Oh. McDonald's first tested e clerks in suburban Chicago, Illinois, and uh, where I live in Michigan. That's crazy. I did not realize oh. that. Um, you just see that on your in front of you, just. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's a lot here, but holy crud! Of course, nothing that we can use a lot of right now. So, uh, I mean, desserts is is uh, linked. Yeah. <laughs> Just desserts, you know. Well, Tim, I just went to rodents, so yeah, yep, we're, we're we good at zooming way obesity out. Obesity is linked. Uh huh. 
Okay. Diabetes on here. Oh boy. I don't think that would help actually. Um No. I am going mustard. Mustard M and M's. Yep. Okay. I am flabbergasted that McFlurries aren't mentioned here. I'm, I am too. Yeah, I'm it's very surprised insane. too. Uh Shake Shack. What? Okay. I'm guessing they don't it's make M&M shakes, though. That doesn't make sense. Okay, so going to dessert. All right. Dessert. Porcupines are rodentian mammals with a sharp a coat of sharp spines or quills that protect against predators. They uh, Something, something. There's a bunch of families of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, it's, it, this is weird because the first couple graphs about porcupines basically says what they're not related to. Uh, both families of the infra, infra order, uh, Histrocognathi within the profoundly diverse order Rodentia and display, uh, superficially similar coats of quills. Despite this, the two groups are distinct from each other and not closely related. Uh, also down at the bottom here. Uh, porcupines occur in various shades again with the occurring like <laughs> like desert foxes oh man yeah, just occurring <laughs> every once in a while just poof, there's a porcupine mm-hmm. um porcupines occur in various shades of brown gray and white porcupines spiny protection resembles that of the unrelated uh Aran- hedgehogs and australian monotreme ichidas Aranesha Morph? <laughs> really? Really? Why not? Wikipedia? I'm clicking hedgehogs and ending this. Nice. Boom. Boom, hedgehogs. We're back. <laughs> Boom, hedgehogs. Uh, M&M's, <laughs> M&M's is on the page. No, it's not. Wow, really? No, it's not. Oh. I thought it was, but it was not. Bummer. Yep. That's too bad. Candy is. Candy. Oh, candy grass shouting. jelly. What? Is a jelly like dessert eaten in several Asian countries. Did you just say grass jelly? Yep. Okay. Just looks oh, like I, jello. I, okay, I just wanted to be certain. I just wanted to be certain. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh spotted dick is on here. Yeah. Does not look like a dessert. Nope. Just looks like uh Yep. A lump of Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Congratulations, <laughs> Good Kyle. Job. Good job, Kyle. Guys, guys, this is the first round I've won in weeks. Oh yeah. In episodes, I think. In episodes. Yeah. Had a dry streak. I'm gonna well, have good. to go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go to AF's uh yeah, his feed and see if I Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've I've won a round in like five episodes, six? Dang. It's been yeah. a while. It happens. Eh, no, it's fine. Yep. We're all here to have fun and talk about hedgehogs. All here hedgehogs. to have a, a good time talking about hedgehogs. Well, that went okay. <laughs> that experiment. I like it. Yeah, it was different. <laughs> Tim, um, you just needed to go to McDonald's way earlier. Yeah. I I can't believe it. I appreciate you not wanting to just like end this in two clicks, though. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah ridiculous ridiculous Amazing. i didn't know i had such strong feelings about the mcflurry i don't have strong <laughs> feelings about mcdonald's but like 
if I'm going to McDonald's and I have to eat something there, I probably want a McFlurry. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, well, I'm you don't. Intolerant. You're lactose intolerant. Yes. But so like, it's like, how is that not the most iconic thing here right now? Right. It's like the it's I mean, the Big Mac of desserts at McDonald's. It's the Big Mac of yeah desserts at McDonald's exactly. I, I was about to say like they have a lot of things that just literally have their name in it. It's all iconic, quote unquote. Like I don't know if you can call it like is the Big Mac more iconic than the McFlurry? Mm-hmm. Is the yeah, filet like fish different categories more? No, than, <laughs> no, it's not. Nobody, nobody likes the filet fish. It's true. I like the I like fish and even I'm like yeah this is real bad fish. I really like fish sandwiches and that's not a good fish sandwich. Yeah, it's just not good. Well, thank you for coming along with us, dear <laughs> listeners. Uh, we're back on this this saddle, hoping to ride it to our hundredth episode. Oh yeah, and beyond. Yeah, we gotta figure out. We're gonna. I almost was like maybe I wish I should save this for our hundredth episode. Oh, and I'm like nah, we'll do something. We'll do something different. Yeah, I like it. Um, you can follow us on uh, the Twitters. We're at, at WSKBcast there. Um, we're on Facebook. I don't really update anymore because I'm lazy. Um, also, you have a baby. Also, also baby. But I, haven't also, I also haven't updated it for like four months. I'm trying <laughs> so, to give you an out, Scott. <laughs> I know. I'm just being realistic. I don't want to be called out. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Otherwise, we're at uh, wskbcast.blogspot.com, and you can find us on any popular podcatcher. And that's that. Tell your friends. Yeah, please. Get excited. Tell them we're back. We're back. We're here. You might have forgotten. Yes. We're trying new things. We're trying new things, Which yes, wouldn't matter to age. newcomers. We're trying to be relevant as we near our 100th episode. Yes. Also, just we're just trying to be relevant. We're always, I mean... Always trying to be relevant. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I am. Mm. Yeah. Working on my brand. Working on that brand. Good. Great. <laughs> Great and good. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you guys have a good night. We've obviously forgotten how to do this. Mm-hmm. No, no, and it's good. And <laughs> we will figure it out next time. <laughs> See you guys night. later. Bye. I I forgot to I forgot to bring this up. I shared this in the chat, but I I forgot to mention it. Yeah. Uh there's an image on this porcupine page uh that I linked in the chat. Oh uh, yes. Hunting Porcupine near the town of Kassam, the Book of Wonders by Marco Polo and his first book. And the image is it's just a drawing of a bunch of people trying to I guess catch a porcupine yeah and... several why is that one guy stabbing half a dog <laughs> okay see <laughs> that's what i thought was happening too he has a spear and it the dog is behind a rock what i initially saw when i when i looked up this link was someone who had tied <laughs> <laughs> oh no someone who had tied a seal <laughs> to to a stick <laughs> And was trying to like scare this porcupine <laughs> by holding a, a seal out on a stick, and that's 
That's what I saw when I clicked. I really like the guy in the far left <laughs> behind the rock being like, what, what you guys find you guys find him? Yeah. No, no, no. He's the Kinda smart late to one. The party. Yeah. No, he's the one who's fought a porcupine before. He's like, no, this is a bad this is this is not going to end. Get that dog off that stick, guys. Get that seal out of there. <laughs> yeah. Retreat. <laughs> this is not going to end well for you. I like the horns too. Like, what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> like, they're in, you? they're in, you know intimidating the porcupine. Like you want to do. Yep. Scare them a lot, and then scare them, them a lot. Yeah. Make sure they get get those up. Man, 